Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take my King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm excited today as we continue in 1 Timothy chapter 5, and it's an amazing thing. I don't know how many times I've read my Bible through, and I probably would be able to say I've read the New Testament through more than the Old, but uh, I don't know how many times I've read through the book of Timothy, first and second. But every time I go through this book, every book in the Bible, this book, the 66 books that make up this book, I get something new and fresh every time. Now, you won't find that same thing said about other books, but this book's different. This book's alive. It's quick. It's powerful. It's a living book. Thank God for the Word of God, and it's profitable. And I'm praying today, though you say, I'm familiar with these verses, maybe God will speak to your house in a new way. I've underlined a three-word phrase that we're going to just focus on for today, and I'm praying God will drive the truth home like a stake in the ground. It'll just get uh, stuck in our heart and our mind, our head for Jesus, and uh, we'll use it in our Christian life. While you're finding your place in 1 Timothy 5, let me invite you to visit Help for Today. The web address is helpfortoday.org, and it's the number four, helpfortoday.org. And this is a free resource put together by the staff of the North Valley Baptist Church and the faculty of the Golden State Baptist College. And what we've done, we've compiled articles, ministry ideas, helps, even a PDF and printed materials that we use in our ministry, and we've put them all together on this website called Help for Today, helpfortoday.org. Now, you can go there, and you can search that website, and you can use those resources, and it's totally free for your use. It's not just for those in the ministry. It's for those who are saved. There'll be articles for the family, single people, young people. There's articles uh, on the website for media ministry, choir ministry, Sunday school bus ministry, the preaching ministry, missionary stories, et cetera, et cetera, devotional thoughts, deep Bible truths, some easy Bible truths. I mean, just some great things on that. I think you'll love the array of uh, information and content that we have on Help For Today. Also, a feature that I personally use is the subscription. Now, it's free to subscribe. You just go to the website, Type in your email address, hit the subscribe button when the pop-up box pops up. That puts you on our free email list. What we do then is we'll send you an email with an article in it every day from Help For Today. And I use those emails in my personal Bible study time, and I use them just as an addition to my Bible reading. And uh, God uses those articles in my life, and He'll do the same for you. And you just go to helpfortoday.org and subscribe, and you'll enjoy those articles every day in your email inbox. All right, 1 Timothy chapter 5. Now, in context, Paul has been writing in this chapter especially, about rules to be observed in reproving elders. Not elders as in pastor, but in an older man, and how to treat an older lady. Then he gets into detail on how a church ought to take care of a widow indeed. A widow indeed is one that has no family whatsoever. Her husband's dead. She has no children. She has no one who can take care of her. The church ought to step in and take care. But if that widow has children, grandchildren, nieces or nephews that are nearby and able-bodied, they ought to have enough character, compassion, and love that they pick it up and they take care of that 
widow. And that's how it ought to be. And it ought not be said among us as Christian people that we've neglected our parents or our grandparents if we can take care of them. And then we come down to verse 8. I talked about last broadcast, a very a very stern, stiletto, stifling verse. But if any provide not for his own house, and especially for those of, of, especially for those of his own house, rather, he hath denied the faith. Now watch what it says. And worse than an infidel. And we talked about an infidel. What is an infidel? And we ran the list. An infidel's lost. An infidel's headed for hell. An infidel's uh, destined for damnation, an infidel's uh, meriting the wrath of God, an infidel denies the faith, hates God, denies Jesus. What's worse than that? Well, a man who won't work. That's what the Bible says, a man who will neglect his family because he's lazy, a man who will not get off the couch and take a job when he's able and able-bodied. That's worse than an infidel, and I pray that's not you. I sure hope it's not me. I don't want to have that kind of testimony. But today I want to get down to verse number 14. Verse 14 says, I will therefore that the younger women marry, bear children, guide the house, give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully. Now, in context, Paul's talking about younger women who are widows, that they, uh, if they're widows, he thinks it's best that they would just go ahead and remarry. Why? Because they're young. They're still going to have those, those needs, those urges to be married, to have that relationship, to have a family. And if not, the Bible said in the previous verse that they become tattlers, busybodies, and speaking things which they ought not. And by the way, it's not just children that have problems with being tattletales and busybodies. It's adults. Yes, that's right. It's adults. And there's several folks uh, that... that uh, Oh, boy, I'm seeing faces right now. But there's several of those in every church that just need to watch what they say and calm down and mind their own business and clean the dirt off their own doorstep. But Paul said, I want these younger women to marry. So we find marriage is a biblical thing. It's a God-ordained thing. Marriage is not something that ought to be regulated by the state. I don't know why the state ever got involved uh, in that, I guess for tax dollars one way or another. But uh, it's a biblical thing. Women uh, ought to marry those younger women. By the way, they marry men. You say, how do you know that? Because God wants them to bear children. It's not biblical, woman with woman. It's not biblical, man with man. That's not marriage. That's abomination. That's what the Bible says. Why? You say, you don't know what year it is. Sure, I do. I got a calendar right here in front of me. But I know the Bible's timeless, and the Bible still applies, and God hadn't changed his mind. I reckon if God changes his mind, he'll give us a new book. And until God gives us a new book, we'll stick with the old one. And here it says, women marry, bear children. And now here's the phrase, guide the house. Guide the house. Have you ever been someplace and you've never been there before, but you're with somebody who has? Have you ever visited a location? Uh, I, I I like to, uh, I don't know why I say I like to. I always end up uh, mad. But anyway, I enjoy to play golf. And I'm not all that good at it, but I like to play it. I've played golf, and now that we live uh, here in California, been here almost a couple years now in California, there's golf courses. You could play a different golf course every day if you had the time and the money. I don't have either, but if you did, you could. But I have played. Every course out here is new to me. I go to those golf courses, and, and uh, I, I look at them, and in some holes it's very self-explanatory, but on some, if I've never been there, I have to ask, should I hit it to the left, to the right? Is it a dog leg left or right? Is there water? Is there out of bounds? Do you lay up? Do you go for it? All these different questions, and if you're a golfer, you know what I'm talking about, that a golfer would ask. And uh, why is that? Because I've never been there before. I need one who knows to guide me. Mama, I want to speak to you today, and I want to remind you that your job is almost the most important job in the world. Outside of pastoring a church, 
There's no more important job than being a mother. I'm talking about bigger than president, bigger than king, surely bigger than governor, bigger than senator, congressperson, bigger than that. Bigger than any of those jobs is to be a mother. And the purpose of being a mother is to guide her house. Now, I think about a guide to the jungle. He's been that way before. You follow him through the jungle to make it to your destination. If you don't follow the guide, you're not going to make it. Can I say, Mama, you have children God's entrusted to you? What a blessing. Hey, never take it for granted that God's blessed you with children. I know couples out there, good couples that pray and long and want children so bad, and they've yet to have any. Don't take it for granted that you have children. What's your duty? What's your job in the home, lady? Mama, here it is. Guide the house. Just like a guide through the jungle, just like somebody would tell you, here's where you hit your shot. Just like a guide, uh, when you go to a destination you've never been to before, you need to lead your children. You're with them. Usually the husband, traditionally anyway, that's how it is, is out there making a living. He's working somewhere and he's not home. But uh, Lord willing, if God's enabled you to, mama, you're home with the children during the day. And you're with them all those all those hours of the day, and they're going to learn from you primarily. They're going to watch how you act and react. They're going to witness your faith in action or lack of faith. They're going to see if you pray over your meals and read your Bible. They're going to watch the words that you say and the things that you seem to love the most. They're going to pay attention to that. And Paul says here, I want these young women who get married to guide the house. If ever there was a day where we needed some guidance, some godly guidance in our homes, it's in this generation. Now, I understand the Bible says that the man ought to be the head of the house, but can I say, lady, you're the guide of the house. It says right here, guide the house. Give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully. Guide the house. Make sure your home's in order. Keep things. Listen, don't just have a clean house. Have a clean house. Don't just have a a house that's all put together. Keep your house put together. You see what I'm saying? It's not just the look, but I'm talking about the spiritual atmosphere of that house. Keep it high. Keep it hot. Keep it where it ought to be. Guide the house. What's more important than president? Being a mother. Guiding the house house. Well, until next time, this has been Pastor Justin Cooper asking you to pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.